Last year, 1.5 million people died of tuberculosis. Why were you not wearing a mask during the tuberculosis pandemic? I'll tell you why. Because the mainstream media didn't tell you to wear a mask. <laughs> right? And so because, because though 1.5 million people died from tuberculosis, there was no tuberculosis pandemic. Any more than there's a coronavirus pandemic. What you're really participating in is a beta test for AI systems and facial recognition. See, these cameras work best when people are, you know, distance apart. Now that they're, now they're actually testing through machine learning how to recognize, you know, a face that's partially covered. It's also a way to easily determine who's compliant and who's not. Who does the propaganda work on and who it doesn't? Of it. We're bringing them the culture of it. I feel it's our time. Two G's in the pod. There's nothing we can't talk about. We can cover anything. We're well versed. That's real. Two G's in the pod. The thing about me and you is, it's a respect thing. Goldfinger, my man G. What up, G? They not have two. Two G's in the pod. In the pod. Anything you say once, you best be able to say it twice or don't say it. I believe that. Two G's in a pod. Good people, good people, good people, good people. Once again, it's two G's in a pod. I am the infamous Iron Glenn, and to my left sits who? Goldfinger, what up, G? What's going on, Big Pimpin'? How are you? Everything's everything. Everything is everything. Yes, sir. Just like everything is that you see ain't what you saw, <laughs> and everything you hear ain't what, ain't you, what heard. you heard. Yo. You heard? Yo. What's going on with you? Yeah, I can't call it, man. Can't call it. Can't um, call it? Just blessed to be here. As always. Two G's in a pod and all that good stuff. One, without a doubt, two G's, me and my man. Yes, sir. Uh, what's been going on in the hood? In the hood. Yeah. When well, I say the hood, I mean the world we live in. Well, um, Nick's still shooting off fireworks. <laughs> Is it fireworks? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Listen, it's been a lot of shooting in New York because we're here in New York. It's been a lot. Chicago, you know we love Chicago. But the shooting there is just yes, yeah, out of control. Baby. Out of control. Uh, Atlanta has been catching the heat. So basically, what you're saying is everywhere niggas is at. I don't want to say that, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's 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 out of control right now. All right. Well, this this is my take on this. Black uh -huh. people. Black people. Black people. This is not your problem. But niggas, it is. This your problem. <laughs> this, your, this your problem. Look, niggas. Knock that shit off. Knock it off. Knock it the fuck off. Please knock that shit off. Because everybody's on this Black Lives Matter shit, right? If it and you matters, make it And you make it niggas look crazy. Crazy. Because like, I, listen. God damn it, man. <laughs> 
God damn it, man. <laughs> knock that shit off, man. Y'all got to knock it off. It's, this is this is getting out of control, man. It's yeah. getting out of control. And it's literally kids that are catching it. Like young kids, like my kid's age, that's catching it. And I'm trying to figure out what the fuck y'all niggas trying to prove. Not even that. We in the middle of a pandemic. We definitely in the middle of a pandemic. Fuck y'all doing outside? <laughs> and then on top of that try to shoot somebody Buddy. on top of that is beef that real that's what I'm trying to figure out is beef that serious that you out there like like fuck it cause one you're fighting over shit you don't even own that's first and foremost that's valid you know what I'm saying let alone you have a house if you don't pay your taxes they gonna come take it Nigga, y'all motherfuckers is in the PJs fighting over shit, blocks, whatever the fuck y'all call yourselves fighting over. You don't own nothing. What the fuck you doing? Yeah, and at this point right now, it's like another enemy and an enemy that look like us. Right. We don't, we don't need to be ops to each other, my nigga. Like, for real, for real. Um, it's way too much that we got to start thinking about. And we can't afford to have young kids 10 and younger getting capped just being outside after being cooped up in the crib for three or four months and now they go outside and they got they got no chance to live like you know nah, nah fam and let's be clear I the can't. cops are really trying to prove a point they're not doing nothing well look like you said before the cops ain't gonna stop the crime they're no, just gonna come they're gonna investigate. investigate the crime but I don't think they're gonna even investigate these crimes because they're gonna try and prove a point you know what I saw a couple of posts, and I try to stay all the way away from everything that was going on this week. And um, they say that the police represents about 95% of people that are not even from our communities. So we're paying the wages of policemen that don't even live in the communities. But that goes back to another thing we were talking about. You know, they're making money in our neighborhood, taking it, spending it the, in another neighborhood. The, 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 all the bills that you're paying for these cops that go and receive health care and, and their pensions, and they're taking that to Suffolk County. They're taking that to... Jersey, they're taking that to all these different places outside of where you're from. And they're building up their areas with that tax money for their schools in their area. The the, the property value in their area it goes up. And they reap all the benefits off of creating a police state where we live. So you so they're basically basically taking a position of control where we live, treat us however, we and still got to pay. Where they live. <laughs> and then go where they live and reap all the benefits of it. So, so when you talk about this defund, defund the police, know what you're talking about as far as that and what it really means to, to have this money go out of your neighborhoods. It's, 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 it's crazy, to quote a phrase from you. This shit is crazy. And I'm trying to figure out, right, 
we're of a certain age. There was a pecking order when we were, were growing up, and there was a hierarchy that we respected. Right. These young motherfuckers don't respect nothing. You understand? They don't respect nothing. And I'm trying to figure out where did this mindset of, of disrespect come from? Well, it's a complicated, complicated answer with that. You know, um, when you remove a masculine president from the home and it leads to no real discipline from that section of it you know what i mean that's that's filtered down it's like you know i don't want to speak for everybody but i'm saying mothers are there to protect mothers are there to basically nurture but to black boys mothers tend to kind of have a little bit more leeway because they're scared that they're gonna die in the streets yeah so what happens is is Um. this they're not so much a disciplinarian, and it's but when you get to a certain amount of age and a certain amount of height and weight and this, that, and the third, it's but so much real discipline that you can really do as as a mother to your child, to your young kid, without it having a male presence there to really be that fear factor. You dig right. what I'm saying? So I think a lot of it just comes from that, just mm-hmm. the removal of. Look, I mean the system. It, it it benefits the system for them to have a black man or male presence removed from the home because it works in their favor. You know what I mean? Statistics have shown that you don't have a black male in the household that the child will reflect those circumstances. And that's especially not just male males. Well, the male child, not even especially the male child. That's not just male. Especially the male and the female Yeah, child. of course. Of you course. understand? Um, not to say that women can't do it on their own. We're not sitting here saying that women can't do it on their own. That we're not saying. But it's just too much of a norm now. You know what I mean? It's, it's too definitely much, too much of a, too norm, much of a norm, now, norm now. And they push, they push that it. norm. They push that, Look, the that system, narrative where the, that's what they want. They the, want that, that, that male not to be in the home. When we were coming up, and you know, if you're age of a certain age... When we were coming up, you know, the systems with, with welfare and stuff of that nature, they made it to where it was like it restricted. Literally. A man to, to be in the household or you would be penalized or you wouldn't get certain type of housing or you wouldn't get certain, certain type, type of, of benefits. Certain type of benefits because they're a man in the household. So it promoted the man not being and, and in the household. And it perpetuated a, 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 a whole situation where it's like, I don't need you to be here because it's no, what, is, what you're just going to confuse the situation. Well, you're not going to confuse the situation. You're going to limit the situation. You're going to limit the situation, right. but you're confusing it if I can't do it for myself. You right. feel what I'm saying? Right. So, so my thing is this, that creates the distance of keeping a man wanting to be where he wants to be. Cause that's look, I hear, be clear. I, I hear all this talk about, you know, independent women and I don't need no man to this, that, and the third. That has never been our flavor, people. That has never been our flavor. I don't know where that was injected to our type of the way we get down, but that was never us. We was always family, whether it be cousins or, or distant relatives or play cousins. We were always a unit. And until around about that time, 
of them trying to get us up out the house. Come on, y'all saw Claudine. Y'all, y'all know what it is. Well, we saw Claudine. Okay, <laughs> they they saw Claudine. Everybody got to remember Claudine. We saw Claudine. I mean, even look at look at the science behind the Claudine movie. Like this guy was, he had a good job. He was working for for for, for the you know sanitation. sanitation. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he really took on a responsibility. And this lady had she had about five kids, five six like kids. That. But he was still riding for it because he felt for it. But the fact of the matter was, they were penalizing her because a guy was there yeah. that wanted to be a unit with right. him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it you know it was a lot of science with that. It was a you know. Pretty much a sign of the times at that point. Definitely at that point, and then it got to the to become the norm. Very much so. Where the male figures weren't in the house, and then they was we was tagged with the the, the deadbeat dad stigma. Right, right. You understand? They started tagging us with that. When in actuality, a majority of us, it wasn't even our fault. It was just a system that they put in place. That perpetuated the uh, it would benefit to not have us in the home, and then the more the benefits come in, and it favors towards not being there, then it becomes well, almost you anyway. almost, nah. almost a reverse psychosis. Yeah, so Whereas nah. now it's I'm independent. independent. I don't need a nigga for nothing. Right, and that's never been our flavor. It's nah. never been us. No, like I said, you know, I was fortunate enough to have my dad till I was seventeen, and um, everything in me that's that's constructed of being a man and doing what I'm supposed to do and doing what men are supposed to do. I owed him those 17 years. And then my mom picked up the mantle and, and continued that with the help of uh, my uncles and a couple of OGs right. that were around me. Right. Where they was like, they're not going to allow me to stray down certain paths. Right. You understand? Right. But we don't have those OGs like that anymore. Right. You understand? When it says OGs, is for those that don't know, original gangsters, you shouldn't know. But OGs are also, not they don't have to be gangsters, but it could just it could be, be old, older, older gods. Dudes, older, older gods, gods. that yes, we sir. looked up to, yes, sir. that we respected, that, you know what I'm saying, didn't allow us to make the mistakes that they made or tried to keep us from making the mistakes that they made and keep us on the straight and narrow and on the straight path. True indeed. So we don't have a lot of that now. Yeah, so... Now it's it's just a it's a it's a thing where you know with the crack epidemic and everything else that crack did a job that on that, us. that that took a lot of that that did a job on us a whole they, generation yeah it, it affected a whole generation, whole generation of and the guys that were supposed to be the next original gods got caught up got, got caught, caught up, up in early. the crack and got destroyed right. so we lost a generation of of the now what was supposed to be the new old old gods who was supposed to kind of, excuse me, guide the youth into a certain direction. They were devastated by and, crack and, even, and heroin. And and even the fact of, you know, the females as well, because it's, it, you know, it became a situation where their guys that they would have there are going now. You know what I mean? Those yeah. people that they, they, they grew up with. look out for them and look out for them. them. Exactly. They're also gone. Also so, gone. you know, that, that, that era right there, that uh, crack era, um, kind of set the stage for what we're dealing with now. All right, so we're not gonna be on some wolves me shit with this. So, what do you think is um the solutions? It goes back to some of the things we talked about in our initial 
launching of our podcast is accountability. So we can't sit there and be like, okay, woe is me. Um, um, the man's not in the house. I don't have that. It's, it's, you know, mothers, if you're single, you got to learn to co-parent with the dad. The dads, you got to learn to co-parent with the mom. Y'all don't get along. That's on y'all. The kid didn't ask to come here. The kid's innocent. So as a collective group, y'all have to get together. We all have to get together and be like, yo, how are we going to make this situation work to make sure that our child, male or female, stays on the straight now? Right. And we start holding them accountable so the streets don't take them. Right. And that's and that's the defense that you got to play in this day and time. You have to do what you have to do to, to, to make sure that he doesn't or she doesn't become a part of the system. Yeah, you have and, to. And you know? because cause you're putting them at a disadvantage because as soon as you guys feel like it's not worth working it out, you are putting them in a statistic bracket. Yeah. And things happen. People don't get along. Relationships break up. But the child's still there. Right. And this goes for the male and the female. The child is innocent. The child did not ask to come here. So whatever differences that y'all have, push that shit aside. Because at the end of the day, the most important part of that relationship now is that child. So we need to start pushing whatever differences we have, push them just aside and say, okay, we didn't get along. We have to get along for our child. Whether whoever cheated, whatever the situation, y'all just grew apart. But you got to understand, you still have a child to raise. Y'all still have a child to take care of. You still have a child to nurture and cultivate to turn into that next generation. Yeah, to be a productive adult. Even though your shit situation didn't, didn't situation work out. Work out. Right. Just because right. your situation didn't work out don't mean you lose, you give up that responsibility to help cultivate a productive adult. Period. True and dead. Two G's in a pod? Two G's in a pod. <laughs> talked about accountability. But in our last podcast, we talked about... Um, being able to disconnect yourself from the matrix. So as we sit here, we're talking and we're kicking it. You just explained to me that you removed yourself from being infiltrated by the negativity that's in the news and negativity that's in the press and things like that. How did that make you feel? Um, actually it made me feel productive in some types of ways. Um, it kind of gave me a, a chance to replenish and get myself back to being myself to a certain degree. But then it made me more on point because it's like, what am I missing? Or me and by me, um, unplugging, does that make me more vulnerable to bullshit? So it's like, it's almost like you gotta... Well, they make you more vulnerable or more aware of bullshit? Nah, I think that it could be both. Right. It's 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 like you, you're you doing it, but are you doing it because you don't want to face it? Or are you doing it because I know it's bullshit? You know what I mean? Right. So I'm asking you, why'd you do it? Um, Did you I, need I just, to... I just wanted to focus on something totally different. Because we... 
we don't fear facing anything. That's no, just no. how we. Because so when you said that, I'm like, nah, he's not nah. talking about himself. He's what, actually talking about other people. What, what I want, what I wanted to do was basically just focus on something totally different. That wasn't the topic of the day, or right. you know, the the thing that was happening at that moment. Mm-hmm. My thing was, I think I can be more productive if I do this. Okay. And that was just part of the unplug. So mentally, being that you unplugged all week, how do you feel? Um, I feel great, but it's just the fact of the matter is that what may pertain to me may not be what is the topic of discussion for the rest of the world type of thing. Understandable. Yeah. But we have to kind of, because most people don't unplug. Most people won't right. pull away. Right. So... Give them your perspective on how it helped you to unplug. So you know what may not be the topic of the day. It's a topic of reality that we're all dealing in. Because when we talk about unplugging, we're actually trying to tell people they need to unplug themselves. They need to back away and and, and, and stop taking in yeah. a lot of that outside noise and really focus on themselves internally. You know what? The thing is, is that when... You're, you're, you're in life, your diet is consist of whatever you intake. Without question. You know, from watching TV, from what you eat, from what you tolerate, from, you know, your, your energy vibes and what you give out and what you bring in. So sometimes you have to be able to compartmentalize certain things that you do. Right. Um, my choice with this week was to, to be productive. And when I say that, just more so. You know, self care. What you do? Self, you no, 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 no. Self care. No, there was more self care. Maybe, maybe it was maybe it was taking a nap. Maybe it was cleaning. Maybe it was having a checklist and taking Whoa. care of that. Cleaning. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> that we'll talk about later. We have this long, on running joke that literally we've had this joke. How many years? I didn't, now? I didn't tell you what I was cleaning. Sure, you didn't because. It's still there. We're going to talk about that later on, <laughs> off camera, off mic. But we have this long-running joke about us not being clean. We're probably two of the cleanest person you, people you'll ever meet. But it's a for us, it's a joke. Like, we're like 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 the pig pins. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Making fun of it. We're like the reverse pig pins, but we always make fun of each other <clears throat> when we're talking about, you know, like bathing and just being clean and things like that. So I purposely... Corresponded with you less this week because I you because I remember you were saying that you was going to start like doing like the cleaning and revamping the, your right. feng shui right, right. of your place and right. things like that. So I perfectly you know purposely gave you right that space. And you know I miss talking to you, of course, but I purposely gave you that space because sometimes you just you, you need that. Right, you need that. Right, you know. Um, it was it wasn't even that deep for the most part. It was like I could have talk to you more and then because we do the podcast i kind of like know that if we do talk it may take away it may take away from what we're talking about here juvenile i've been trying to see okay well is that happening it actually doesn't because soon as we get on we're off we're off to the races yeah yeah you know but that's just us being sagittarius is where we are kind of perfectionists Right. Well, we want we everything. Just wanted to be right. Just like, wanted to be perfect. Right. We right. want everything yeah. perfect. You know. Yeah. So, I just took in certain things 
you know, while you was on your 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 media hiatus, I'm always technically on a media hiatus because every time I do tune in, it's the same thing. But you know, other states numbers going up, deaths going down. They still can't figure that out why. And then today they was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just say the deaths going up. And now, supposedly, deaths are going up. Yeah. It, it, it became a little bit more on the absurd tip for me just with the overload of false information and types of things. It just became, it's not overwhelming. It's just like it almost insults you. And, and we're going to say again, just for people that are out there, because we, we know the society, the cancel culture we live in and things like that. We're not COVID deniers. But if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. Once in a while, it's a goose. But this is a duck. Right. Now, so now many, we personally, like yeah. we said before, we personally have known people that have been affected by COVID. I know I'd have. 100%. I know that people have died from COVID. We know that. But what I'm saying is, is that the numbers are skewed. And I think that what the media is doing is not pushing information that is helpful they're pushing fear but it goes back to what we were saying when we were driving over what was what is our most vulnerable members of society the fucking homeless it didn't ravage the homeless because and we're speaking about here in new york city it's to the point now it's not back until like the 80s late 80s early 90s where you're stepping over the homeless but it's starting to get there. You see, like, listen, I saw the return of the squeegee men. Yeah. Well, motherfucker tried to squeegee my windshield. Yeah, it's, it's you know, if you think about the first inklings you heard about this outbreak and all this other stuff, you... You would have thought... You would have thought that anything that was outside... Period. The way that they Was going, it. like, yo, damn, you know what I mean? Like, if you got to stay in the crib and you can't really leave... Damn, what is the homeless going to do? Because they don't got a crib. They ain't to, got a crib to go to. So, you know, like, what's going to happen? And then it's going to be up in the elements. And then that didn't happen. No. Like that I said, there's just as many homeless in the streets as when it started to right now to this day. And it's the same homeless people. Because after a while, you see a, a homeless person on a regular basis. And you give them change. And you help them out. You're like... Fuck, I'm cool with him. And they're going to be in that area for the most part. For the most part, all the time. And they haven't gone nowhere. Yeah. So when it didn't affect them, like they said it was going to affect us, my radars automatically went up. And then in the beginning, they projected 2 million deaths minimum. Then that didn't happen. A lot of things didn't happen. Um, You know, a lot of things with the hospitals the hospitals weren't over flooded. No. Wasn't and like happening. I said, I, my mom lives right near Kings County hospital. I drove by there more than a few occasions just so I can see for myself. And what they were showing on the news was not what I saw in reality. Another thing is how they're saying that people, when people die they're they're basically saying that if you got hit by a car, but you happen to have traces of the COVID, they market a COVID death. Yes. They market as you died. You know, died. your head came off in that car accident. COVID killed you. Yeah. So it's like, 
fam, I got shot. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck that got to do with COVID? Yeah, but if you didn't have COVID, that bullet wouldn't have killed you. Yeah, it's, 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 it's to the point where it's ridiculous now. And then it's a lot of backsliding. It's like we're, deep, we're, we're, we're not going to fund the, the WHO. And then they doubled down. And then they got all these organizations that's coming out and saying stuff. And then it's like, well, now we want you to get this chip and all this other wild stuff. I'm like, nah, B. Yeah. Listen. Nah. Nah. Um. <laughs> nah, man. It, it's... it's, it's like I said, man, there there's a whole lot going on. And people are being distracted by the obvious. But one thing we always push is to look at the bigger picture. Look behind what you see in front of you. And then ask yourself, who benefits from this? Always. Who Always. is the person that's going to benefit the most? And we already went over this before, but if you always follow the fucking money, follow the money. So, so, so you were telling me in the, in the ride over, you were telling me you was like, well, it's okay if you get takeout, right? Because that's not going to be affected, right? No, but you can't sit down and eat it. Can't sit down and eat it. Okay. Right. But if I work, um, at Amazon, I'll be safe? I guess so. But well, if you work in a small restaurant, you're not safe. Fuck. Um, how about... Six feet. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Five feet, ten inches? Shit. You're fucked. Damn. Um, well, how about Home Depot? Can I go to Home Depot? Oh, you're good. It don't go to Home Depot. But it'll go to... Willie's Barbershop. Don't go there. Fuck. I need a cut, too. Well, you can go get shit to cut with in Home Depot. Oh, okay. That, that makes it even but better. But you can't go get a cut in the barbershop. And then, remember, you got to wear your mask the whole way through. But if six feet's cool, why do I need a mask? Makes sense. And if the mask work, why do I need six feet? That makes sense too. Now, it sounds like we're making fun, which we are. But think about what we just said. Think about everything that we just said and apply common sense to it. And I know for a lot of people, it's not that common. But this is what we've been told. These are actual quotes Yes. That we've been told, been told since this pandemic has started. Whether it's Fauci, the WHO, the CDC, this is what they're telling us. Now use common sense. So if I go to the store without my mask, I'll get it. But if I go to the store with my mask, I'm fine. But if I'm in the house, Without my mask, I'm fine? Right. Or should I wear my mask in the house? Right. Yeah. And um, remember, Lysol and wash your hands. Because Should I wash my hands with Lysol? I'm, I'm not exactly sure, but I know this. If you wash your hands at Whole Foods, you won't get it. Definitely won't get it at Whole Foods. 
but the local bodega, you're probably going to get it. You're probably going to get it. <laughs> Two G's in the pod, y'all. Four hundred and fifty. What would you do with four hundred and fifty million dollars, G? What would I do with four hundred and fifty million dollars? Yes. How does anything the fuck I want <laughs> sound to you? That's what I would do with four hundred and fifty oh. million dollars. Shout out to the boy Patrick. My homeboy. My homie. My homes. Or should I say Patrick Cha-ching. Cha-ching-ching. Mahoney. So we're back. NFL. And I'm not still fucking with y'all guys, but I like to see our peoples get paid. Well, part of our peoples. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I like Dep- to see Dep- Depend on the fist bump. If we get it, you know, right. if you, you know. give me the fist bump, yeah, yeah, big ups there, yeah, yeah. So, so Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl champion, got that best quarterback in the league, got gotta give it straight to like him. straight like that, best quarterback got in the league, that right motherfucking now, motherfucking Brinks truck backed up, backed up. No, 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 they tossed that motherfucker the key, yeah, big time, big time. But like I said, I don't really fuck with football, I haven't fucked with football in like the last four and a half years, just on based on the stance, not just on the stance that Kaepernick took. I'm talking about the stance that the owners took. Yeah, but right now, with everything that's going on, all that just blew up in their faces. Totally did. <laughs> but like, with, literally blew up in their faces. Like the old Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Blew up in their faces. With, with, with that being said, they're trying to say that um, some Players are thinking about maybe going on strike to make sure that Cap gets a job this year. But I don't think that that is going to be enough for me to watch football. Um, I don't even think they're going to have to go on strike. I think he's going to get a job. But if he gets a job, do I still want to watch football? I'm not sure, dude. Yeah, I'm not, I, I really, I, I, I think I kind of got my feel. You've gone this football. long without it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Once you go a certain amount of time without it, I mean, I got Madden, so I can play any game I want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't my, like my team going to win anything. My Jets suck. Yeah, and and I just don't like the way the tenor of sports media, how they um, they talk about certain sports. And then they'll, well, basketball is not like that. It's different, but it's almost kind of gives me the vibes where it's like, this master is bad and this master is good. Well, that's the, that's what they're trying to push. Yeah, but that's how it feels. And even even calling the the, the people that own the team owners right. is just ugh. well. Now with all that's going on, it's like everything we've become. Don't say sensitive. don't don't say sensitive. Don't say sensitive. What? Nah, because it's like yo fuck. Call them CEOs. The CEO of fucking the Mavericks. Well, okay. Well, I'm not calling nobody. No, fuck a owner. <laughs> Look, you the CEO. You the CEO. You ain't gonna be no motherfucking owner. You own your turntables. You, you damn straight. 
So what if your turntables? I'm fucking around. I'm just playing devil. I'm the CEO I'm all of my turntables. <laughs> Fuck you guys with that owning shit. Y'all can knock it off. Yeah, knock that shit off, man. It's you know like it's, you it's can it's now like, be called the CEO. You can now be called the um. I don't say head to get charged. No, you can't be called that. I'll fuck your ass up. Uh, you could be called anything but owner. You yeah, man, saying? it's an antiquated you say, this term. This is my team. Yeah, I'm the man. Boss. You could. You're the boss of the team. Yeah, man, you're the boss of the team. Yeah. Let's 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 do that. That's viable. But my thing is this: you can't own a team like the Redskins and then talk about I'm the owner. But nah, now, nigga. remember when we were talking about about the money? And before, if you go back and listen to Dan Snyder, I think Dan Snyder is the owner of the rest. Yes, he you is. go back then, he was like literally over his dead body that he was going to change the name. So recently, FedEx was like, yeah, dog. Um, and the one of the guys from FedEx is, is a minority owner of the team. Um, was like, yeah, we may start just pulling money. But you know what the thing is, G? And, and this what is- did he say? Hold on, let me finish. Okay. We're going to uh, convey a panel to discuss a name change. And it goes back to the only thing motherfuckers will understand is when you hit them pockets. When you hit them pockets, shit changes like that. Now, I totally agree with that. Now, here's the rub. This is where they kind of have us in a trick bag. The guy from the Clippers, right? right. He said all this quote-unquote racial shit, right? I'm going to punish you by taking away your team. But what they did was give him a payday. Of course they did. Because they overvaluated his team and gave him way more money than he was expecting to get just for him to leave. Now, peep it. If the Redskins finally go and say, oh, we're going to change our name or our team, that doesn't really do them any harm because now you have a new stream of revenue with yes, a new name everybody who and just new merchandise and bought a bunch of Washington Redskins shit. And one of my clients was like, uh, they, she's from DC. She was like, why don't you call them the Washington Spuds? Like potatoes? Yeah. Red potatoes? Yeah. You know, I was like, you know, it's still red potato though. She was like, yeah, but it's a potato. That's a potato tomato. Whatever the case may be, you still got to go out and buy all new shit. So you just gave that motherfucker a double payday because you just bought Redskin shit. And now you're going to be buying all the new merchandise. Whatever the shit's called. So now he's going to benefit from a new stream. Of course. And you got and all that old Redskin shit will probably become collector's items. And he has a shit ton of that. So, so how are you really punishing him? You feel what I'm saying? How I, mean, I don't really think put- it was to punish him per se. It was just to appease the masses. Yeah, but appeasing the masses would be, and and it's funny because we're bringing up Patrick Mahomes and four hundred fifty million. But and let's be clear, Kansas City what Chiefs. We always say, Kansas City Chiefs is kind of a little on a fence too. That's like Chiefs, Chiefs on the Briz, Braves, Redskins. At least the Chiefs are like he's the chief. Yeah, but still, it's like. I'm not walking around. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's well, like, remember the what? Braves, they stopped the chop. That does a lot. Mm-hmm. That does a lot. Like, <laughs> that's really going to... Come on. Is Stop that, the chop. Is that... And, and I'm going to paint Black Lives Matter in the middle of the street, and that's going to be... We're going to be all good. <laughs> <laughs> I 
what I mean? Like, yo, you know, what, kind, goddamn right. what, what kind of goddamn moral victories are we trying to get? Hey, listen. The way it's looking like now, it's like you you throw a couple of crumbs down, pigeons gonna flock to it. Yeah, man, it's just, <laughs> it's 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 bad, man. Because like I said, like we said last week, we're getting a bunch of shit that nobody asks for. Well, Patrick Mahomes got a whole bunch of shit. Four hundred and fifty million dollars. I can't say that shit enough. Look at my mouth when I say that. Four hundred and fifty million dollars. He's rich. Look at my mouth. Rich. 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 <laughs> rich. Look at my mouth when I say that. That motherfucker is rich. But it still goes to what we've always been saying. Billionaires make millionaires. They totally do. Because the motherfucker that cut the check is wealthy. Wealthy. And ain't a lot of wealthy motherfuckers out there. Chris Rock that said look it like us. Chris Rock said it best. He said. Shaq is rich. rich. <laughs> the motherfucker that cut his check is, is wealthy. And ain't a lot of rich motherfuckers that look like us. A lot of wealthy motherfuckers that look like us. Yes, but um, I think that's going to change in a minute because I think that we're starting. You know what I, you know what I, I, I discovered? That um, Carver Bank has got a boost on the sentiment of black investment into their bank, which is a black bank. Actually located not too far from where I, where I stay at. Okay, but they have you know an uptick of more black people putting money into more their people bank. in general. But black people for sure was definitely um, sure. started to uh, uh, flood their bank with their finances, which is a good thing. And then you know Netflix has got this whole thing where they put in a hundred million dollars into. Seriously, we're gonna go bring up Netflix again? Yeah, we we totally are. All right, cool. Yeah, hundred million into. Black banks. And how much how much is Netflix worth? You know what? That's tricky. Because Yeah, they did, yeah, because yeah, they they you got three motherfuckers who take up most of their budget. Shout out to uh Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy and <laughs> But see the thing is with that type of business, it's you can't really quantify how much money that they have because how do they get paid? Off of streams? Yeah. So it's a little different of they're getting valued at a certain amount of money. Right. So it's not real, real money. It's just a value of it. Perception is perception is the new reality. Right. They have enough money to do the operations because they have the information. They right. have all these different subscriptions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. But you and I know there's at least 10 motherfuckers watching your Netflix at home. Man. <laughs> my bad. Yo, <laughs> let's 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 edit. watch that. Let's watch it. Let's edit. <laughs> let's edit that one. Nah, nah, everybody knows if you got Netflix, we, we got, got Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> That's how that shit works. You know what I'm saying? That's how that shit works. Same thing with every Disney, all of them. You got Disney. We got Disney. Matter of fact, I don't even fucking want Disney anymore. Disney's pissing me off, man. You where still the, mad at Disney? Where the fuck is the programs, man? Well, you know we're in the middle, in the midst of a pandemic. Nah, so man, but they still got other shit. They got other shit that they could put up there, man. You didn't watch The Mandalorian? Man, fuck The Mandalorian. You didn't like Baby Yoda? Fuck Baby Yoda. I ain't never watched no motherfucking <laughs> Star Wars in my life. I've never seen any score. Nigga, it was Baby Yoda, though. Man, fuck Baby Yoda. Damn. I started thinking to myself. Man. Oh, baby Yoda. What did he do That's to make them up. niggas that mad? <laughs> nah, man. Listen, I'm, I'm not... You know, I'm the last person to tell my brother 
How the hell? You say fuck Baby Yoda. Man, fuck Baby Yoda. All right. So, Disney, give us some shit, man. Yeah, man. Come on. Stop the fucking fuck, around man? with the bullshit. Stop with the reruns. We already fucking saw the end game and fucking Infinity War, War. man. We already we saw, saw that saw shit, like, man. Give, give us, us some, some new shit. Give us we, some new shit. Give yeah. us some behind the scenes shit or you something, man. At least. We, we want something new. Damn. Give man. us some new shit. Stop with the bullshit. Stop with the bullshit, man. No, just, just please. Stop with the bullshit. Two G's in the pod, man. You know, as you so rudely said, uh, fuck baby Yoda. Um, you said something interesting to me about not seeing Star Star Wars, Star Trek. Star fucking Star Trek. Star Wars. Fuck Star Trek too. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Nah, James, I'm, just, I'm, just, joking, I'm just joking, man. I'm just joking. Coolest man. white man on the planet. And on and on Tiberius character and on other planets too and on other planets he fucked green bitches yeah so yeah big up the James Tiberius I hope he had rubbers what (laughs) motherfucker they was curing everything back then with one needle that one needle in Star Trek cured everything you got hit with a phaser bam hit it with a shot you got bit by some shit from another planet bam it was the same needle though Jesus Christ the same needle so they probably started the motherfucking Corona. Listen, they could probably <laughs> cure the corona too with that one motherfucking needle. But go. <laughs> so you said you never seen Star Wars. Star Wars. Never saw that shit. I was never really interested in none of that bullshit, man. Eh? None. None of it. Okay. So as far as, <clears throat> um, were you a Star Wars movie fan? A star, a star, Star Wars movie. Were you a a a, a fantasy movie fan? So I, that that would fall into like the fantasy realm, like Star Wars. Um, like I I can't really. If you can give me some other ideas of movies or whatever like that. Maybe I can tell you if the, if I gave a fuck. Like Close Encounters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No Close Encounters. Yeah. How about the thing? The thing I think I saw in the movies. John Carpenter's the, the thing. When I, when it just bust out yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah, spider yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I dope. definitely saw that. Definitely that was my that. shit. Okay, let me think. Ah, uh, how about They Live? Remember when I showed you that clip of that long? Yeah, that, that that sounds that sounds hard. Now, and you were supposed to watch it. I ain't watching. I I, been, I was doing shit. I was getting getting busy. You was doing some shit. I right. was getting busy. You was doing some shit. So if you, the concept of they live was these guys had these shades. Mm-hmm. With those shades, they was actually allowed to see reality. Mm. And the reality was there were aliens everywhere, and there was messages. Subliminal messages in everything. Mm. Billboards, TV, and all the messages was like uh, consume, buy, uh, submit, all those messages. That was like literally in everything. Right. And it had me, when I was watching it and I was telling you and I showed you the clip, I went back and I watched it, you know, and I was thinking... That had more truth than fiction. Because everything now, if you look at the, the, the grand scale, has a subliminal message. Yeah, and it has been for years. Yeah. And and now if you really in your in your grown man eyes look at certain movies and certain cartoons and certain things, that there were always messages. There were always subliminals. Right. And now you're, you're old enough or you're wise enough or you're experienced enough to overstand what was 
understood before. You know what I mean? Right. But you there's like it? even with like little jingles, like yeah. little jingles that they'll put together, and that jingle will stick in your fucking head. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you a better one than that. Red light, yellow light, green light. Those are the first forms of control. Technically, yes, because every you will you will you will attribute red to stop. Just those signs alone, right? Just those signs alone is subliminally telling you commands that you're supposed to obey. Period. Let's be clear. You know damn well if that motherfucking light's green and ain't no cars coming, fuck that light. <laughs> you definitely know that, but you know what's another thing that it doesn't necessarily have to say walk or or, or don't walk. No, nah. for you to understand what it is. Right. So it's like those things are are signs that are embedded in your head. Right. For as long as they've been in you, you know what I mean? Literally, literally. So. <clears throat> Me bringing that up, it's like, okay, the, uh, the they live with the basically subliminal messages and, and the glasses actually allowed you to see reality. Then it had me thinking about the Matrix mm. and how the cross between reality and the present, between fiction and nonfiction, how distorted people's thought processes were. Right. Because remember, they were saying, once you're pulled out of the matrix or once you become conscious, you technically can't go back in. Right. But there was a character in the matrix who actually wanted to go back in. He physically said, when he was eating a steak, I know the steak ain't real. I know I really can't taste it. Right. But he didn't want to deal with reality. Right. And that's, there's a lot of that going on right now. Right. Because remember we were saying how people are dying to get back to normal. Right. People really want to get back to normal. It's like, what are they willing to give up now to get back to normal? And that's the scary part because when you... Because it's going to be a price. Because when you've had, quote unquote, those glasses on and you've seen those messages and you've seen where... You can't unsee it. You can't see it. But but then on top of that, you're not willing... To take them off and be like, you know what? Ah, uh, I'm okay with that. Right. You you can't you're you're, you're scarred from that yeah. from that point on. But that goes to what once you're truly awakened and truly conscious, you can't unsee what your proverbial third eye allows you to see. The problem becomes seeing too much. What, but what is too much? Because I don't think, like, for us, but we, we've been aware a long time. Right. And we slowly became conscious. So before you become conscious, you have to become aware. So we've been aware a long time. But as we became conscious, nothing is too much for us. It's not. But you know what the thing is with, with um, the way you receive and the way that, like, Information has sped up a lot since we were 90. Oh, without in question. The 1990s. Remember years, uh, something happened on the other side of the world. We had to wait days to get it. Man, used to be able to go outside and a person would not be able to get in contact with you. <laughs> Literally. Literally. 
Yo, you go outside. Like, yo, where, where you where, been? Yeah, where were you at? I was outside. Now it's like, motherfucker, I just called you. Pick up your phone. And they know exactly where you're at. Or Definitely they can know. get in contact with you. With oh, no, no. no. You had it right the first time. They yeah. know exactly where you're at. There's yeah. fucking apps on your phone. Yeah. Like, I track yeah. my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> There's apps on the phone where I can know exactly, literally, where she at up until feet. And that goes back to my, sometimes you get too much information. Like, just say you have a mate and you know exactly where they're at from minute to minute to minute. That might, or the fact that they can contact you with ease. Yeah. Yep. There's, there's a joke where they say, with Chris Rock, he says, well, you know, my family, my moms and dad were married for years because when he left for work, <laughs> she couldn't call him <laughs> until he got back in the house. Yeah. Now, now it's now, like I can speak to you every hour about everything. Thing I can just I text you and be like, hey, what's up? You know? So, yeah. there, But... There is too much information. You know, there's such thing as as too much information. Because sometimes there's certain things where you may not just want to know. Or sometimes there's things you may not need to know. All right. Being that we said that, too much information, too much information. Um, I said it last week about how much do we really want to know about our celebrities. Right. Um... I kind of got to take that back. Speak now, on. this whole um, Epstein thing is starting to really take a ill turn. Yeah. And now I kind of want to know what celebrities have been on the fuck shit for all these years. Yeah. I want to yeah. know. I but, know. you know, I go back to what I said, you know, like I told you, my mom always say, anything that happens in the dark will eventually come out into the light. Yeah, now it's like... And they are shaking in their fucking boots. Yeah, and, and, and it's funny because we had a lot of celebrities that have been so vocal in the past. And, you know, you hear, you know, somebody talks about cancer, they the first one to talk about cancer. The first mm -hmm. one to talk about, you know... AIDS? Uh, you first know, one to talk first about First one to talk about this. Um, uh, MLS challenges, you know, motherfuckers everything. doing TikToks and everything else. You ain't but, heard many come talk about this shit. Yeah, it's been kind of quiet for all that. I hear fucking quiet. It's fucking Cricket City. So Hollywood is right now is Hollywood. going through is going through some very very peculiar changes, and um, maybe that's the reason why I haven't been getting too many new episodes on Disney Plus. Well, they're gonna go through their purge too. They're gonna have their purge too because when this shit all, <clears throat> if it all unfold. We know Jeffrey Epstein named a not a, a lot of names, and then before him, Harvey Weinstein. And ha well, Harvey Weinstein wasn't really telling. That's why he's probably still alive. Allegedly, allegedly, but he was like, only thing he said was, "I'm not the only one," or this was the, the 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 norm. She's telling. Okay, even if she doesn't tell. Oh, she's gonna tell. Even if she doesn't tell, right. it doesn't exonerate anyone from what they already know. Listen, there is no fixing that. When someone has it in their mind that 
for them, sleeping with kids is normal. There is no fixing that. Now, this is not even a situation where we're trying to talk about uh, 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 some type of fetish or predication type of thing. This is actual sexual trafficking. This this is human trafficking. Of minors. Of minors. (laughs) you know how I feel about that. The thing is with this right now is that we may see some of our favorite entertainers, some of our favorite celebrities go down with this. Now, this is not going to be some rumor shit. No. This and not guess, and they shit. should go down. This is not going to be motherfucking go down. This is not like going to be Titanic. the This is not going to be the I think that this happened. No, 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 no. This no, is no, going to no. be stuff that's actually on videotape. This is going to be stuff that's actually documented and Really, really, really down to the nitty gritty on a lot of different people. Anyone associated with them in that ring of perversion, whatever the fuck you want to call it, should all go down. Anyone. I don't give a fuck who it is. It could be my favorite celebrity. I don't care who it is. If you're associated with that and what they do, as far as trafficking minors and women and and little boys and little girls, if you're associated with that. Do you think that there is no punishment that's too severe for them? Do you think that them knowing and them not actually participating, but knowing and being around them makes them complicit? Yes. And this is my point. It will make you complicit in any other form, any but other this. form, but this, any other, and th- that's the way that they're trying that's to make the way, it. That's, like. they're gonna try, that's how they're going to try and spin it. But if you knew you're just as guilty, and it goes the same thing with like because we want it across the board, the same thing with cops. And like you said, there's no bad cops. If your partner's doing some fucked up shit, and you just stood there and watched, you are just as guilty. So if you knew, you're complicit. If you're a cop, you watch your partner do some fucked up shit, you're just as guilty. Period. Because that same rule that applies to us, if I do some fucked up shit and you were there but you didn't partake, you were complicit. We'll see, man. And I think this this is all going to you know come to a head before election day. I think so. I think a lot of heads are going to fall. A lot of our favorite people are going to fall. A lot of politicians are going to fall. A lot of royals are going to fall. This shit is going, this shit has a lot of tentacles. And it's spread out in a lot of places. And if you got the right forces doing the right thing, let it all burn. Two G's in the pod, y'all. Well, good people, thank y'all for tuning in. That's our time. This is 2G's in the pod. Once again, I am the infamous Iron Glenn. And to my left sits who? Goldfinger. My man G. 2G's in the pod, y'all. Remember, hit that notification so you know when the next pod's coming on, y'all. 2G's in the pod. Two G's in the pod.
Cheese in the pod.